Hey everybody, I'm Jack Midkiff, and welcome to my podcast. Um, really happy that you are with me today. I would encourage you, as I always do, to share this with your friends. Someone the other day had called someone else and asked them for something inspirational, and they shared uh, my podcast with them. And I was, when I found that out, I was really excited about that. Because that's what I want to do, is I want to um, just talk about stuff that will help you. And even stuff that maybe if it doesn't help you uh, all that much, it's just interesting or entertaining or whatever. But I would love for you guys to go follow me on socials, follow me, um, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. On Spotify, go follow over there and just be a part of these. We release one every week, and uh, I always like to talk about stuff that's relevant and stuff that, uh, yeah, like I said, will either help you or entertain you or provoke your thought or something. But uh, on my socials, it's Jack underscore Midkiff. And then, of course, I do pastor a church called High Praises Church, and we have podcasts each week also there, and just love to connect with you. If you'd like to email me, I'd love to hear from you. It's jackmidkiff at gmail.com, and uh, I would love to hear what you guys would like for me to talk about on these podcasts. If you have any subjects or questions, let me know what they are. And you can always message me through socials. And, and it's always Jack underscore Midkiff. Did I say that? If I did, I repeated it. So Today I want to talk about being a parent. For me, more specifically, being a father. And when I was thinking about this, I kind of thought of the, the, or the thought came through my mind. Being a parent is not for the weak. <laughs> uh, just because you procreate, make a kid in other words, doesn't necessarily mean that you're being a parent. And I want to talk about what it means for a little while, <clears throat> what it means to be a parent, and then what it means to not only to be a parent and in our role to always be a good parent, to like our younger kids or whatever how should we treat our parents in turn even when they haven't been great parents because i get that a lot i get i get a lot of people talking to me about you know things that their parents did or unfortunately a lot of cases it's didn't do so how do you how do you how do you deal with that but first, I want to talk about being a parent um, myself. One of the things when my kid's mother and I first got together and got married, because we didn't, we didn't date long. We met April 18th of 1989. We got married on July 29th of 1989. And uh, coincidentally, we weren't pregnant at the time. We weren't expecting kids. That's not why we got married, but... Uh, in 1991, we did have our first little boy, 
and we wanted that. We we wanted. I've heard people say, "Well, I really don't didn't want to be a parent." And hey, not casting any shade on anybody. You do what you want or want what you want. None of my business. But from the get go, I hadn't really thought about being a parent until I, I married Ladonna. But then immediately I did. I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a dad, and she wanted to be a mom, and so we would talk about it. And we got married in '89, and then in late '91 we had our first, and then in '96 we had our second, and 2002 we had our third, and uh, then I made a doctor's appointment, and that was it. <laughs> so, uh, but I I wanted to be a parent. So I think. I think one thing that parents, this is my opinion, and if I say anything in this that you disagree with, hey, you have the right. And I'm not I'm not saying I'm the authority on this. I just know that I have always loved being a parent, and I have my ideas of what being a good parent means, and I just want to share some of that today. If you're a young man or even a young woman, and you aren't a parent yet, or you're just becoming a parent, there's things I wished I'd have known, things I wished I'd have listened to, and then some things nobody's told me, but I wished I'd known to be a First thing that I wished someone would have said is, chill. <laughs> just chill out. Uh, especially, and I will tell you, it wasn't all me. But especially when they got, when especially the first one, Jackie Lee got old enough to walk. Man, it felt like that we were planning on what uh, college team he was going to play on. So, therefore, every opportunity when he was too young to play, it, it didn't matter. She found a way, LaDonna found a way to get him in that league. And... If I had things to do over again on my part, I would have probably chilled out just a little bit in in a lot of areas with all three of my children. Now, there's a fine line between pushing them to be their best and pushing them to be what you think their best is. Um, I've learned that Especially, now I'm gonna. I, I was all of a sudden talking about little kids. Now I'm gonna go up to a little more closer to adult. I wish that I would have probably uh, kept some of my opinions to myself when my kids were choosing things or choosing not to do things, and just and just said, "Hey, I support you." If they would have asked my opinion, I could have told them what my opinion was. But a lot of times, as parents, we feel this huge responsibility for our children's decisions. And as that is true when they're little, we have to change as they change, as they grow. And as the, the older they get, they have to know that their decisions produce their reward or consequence. And if we're always there to, number one, give them our opinion, then usually we're also going to involve ourselves to try to fix the mistake or help when they come up short or 
And so, yeah, the first thing I probably would do if I could do it over, and, and hey, I'm hoping to get grandkids, so maybe I can be a better grandparent, right, because of this. And even I hope it makes me a better parent to my adult children now. But chill out. Just <laughs> take a big old deep breath because um, most of the time, your kids really are only going to do what they want to do anyway. They're, they're human beings, and that is what human beings do. They do what they want to do, me included, you included, our kids included. So uh, what I've kind of come to, however, as an adult, when my kids do things that I think they should do something different, because that's always going to be, I believe, um, I think we're always going to have opinions about what our children do or don't do because we love them. We're vested in them. We've got all those years, however old they are, we've got all those years vested in their well-being. And so there's nothing wrong with having an opinion or wanting them to do the very best. I think you need to make sure that you temper that with um, selflessness. You know, we don't need to be selfish especially after our kids get grown. We need to want the best for them, but not the best for us that we think is the best for them. Now, what happens when your kids, whether they're little bitty or whether they're, you know, teenagers or whether they're adults, what happens when they just absolutely do the opposite of what you want them to? Well, when they're little bitty, you've got to teach them. You've got to... Um, you know, because kids don't come into this world, um, and I forgot to silence my phone, and I'm just going to leave this in here. We're going to be real, okay? Um, kids don't come into this world with all the right answers. They don't come into this world knowing, you know, it's kind of like not too long ago, my kids were... Uh, and I, it was, I, I, I'm, I showed my lack of knowledge about some technology not too long ago. And, you know, I always like to remind them that I actually showed them how to use a spoon and a fork. <laughs> so they came into this world with no prior knowledge, right? So as they're young, we have to teach them. As they get a little older, and we've taught them when they're young, they get a little older, they still defy us and go their own way. We have to correct them, and we have to be a responsible parent. Still not being selfish, but being instructive in correction. Knowing that if they don't get this corrected, if they keep defying uh, authority, when they get to a certain age, they're either going to be a horrible human being or they're going to be in trouble um so and then as as i have now three adults i've learned to as they decide that they're going to do what they're going to do whether i like it or not and my all three of my kids are very kind to me they're very good to me but, uh, you know, there's been moments that I've made suggestions and I felt like it went in one ear and out the other, proverbially. Uh, we also have to let them uh, feel it. I've not been great at that. 
I've always been kind of like, I want to fix it. I don't want them to suffer. And I think one thing that made me be that way is when my dad passed away, when I was 17, my mother moved away. And, and I love my mother, but truth is the truth. She moved back to West Virginia, and I was all alone. Well, my, uh, my wife, their mom passed away when they were very young, my kids. And so I didn't want them to feel alone. So therefore, I have really stepped in when sometimes when they didn't make the best financial decision, when they spent too much money, when they did, and I fixed it. Well, I've also had to adjust my way of doing things because first of all, if they did make them, some of the some of the best lessons. Let me insert this: some of the best lessons as an adult I've learned, unfortunately, have been through the mistakes I've made and felt the pain of them. And I had to come to the realization a little while back that if I always help them fix the mistake, they'll never learn from the mistake. And uh, so if my kids choose to do something that they want to do, even if I have a different opinion and it backfires on them, I have to let them, you know, it's hard. It's not easy. I have to let them deal with it. And, um, and then if they choose what I didn't want and it succeeds, I have to be proud for them and happy for them and not be prideful and go, well, you should have done it my way. No, if it's successful, it's successful. And I, have to, I want to, and I do my best to accept that and celebrate that. So, yeah, it's parenting at different stages successfully requires change a change of mindset a change of uh, conversation <laughs> a change of uh, participation because man i've i've been with my kids uh, so many days of their life just I, i've just been involved i want to continue to be involved but as life progresses, I, I'm not going to be involved as much on a daily routine, on a daily access. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm just being honest. They don't want you to. They want to live their life in certain ways, and it's healthy for them to do that. It's not healthy as a parent to hover and to uh, micromanage. And when you're a good parent, micromanaging comes easily because you want them to succeed. You just have to temper selflessness. Let me go back and say that again. You just have to temper the selflessness in that, in that bond. Because I don't ever want the bond to be broken. And it won't be as far as I'm concerned. But uh, I've now moved into a different stage of my life than I was when they were younger. Uh, with them, I celebrate. And I, I love to be with my kids. I, I love to see them succeed. I love to hear the, the wonderful things that's going on in their life. And, um, and wisdom is so useful as a parent. The older you get, the more ready you are to use wisdom. 
Because there again, as a young man, as as a parent to young young kids, you know, you automatically think because you did teach them to use spoon that you know so much more than they do. And maybe that's true in the worldly sense. Maybe it's true in knowledge of, of living. But even then, goes back to that, what I wished I'd have done. Even then, wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to know the difference. The difference in a moment. The difference in a countenance. The difference in a season. The difference in... Um, what your kid needs and what they really don't need and just, you know, what they need uh, versus what you want them to have. What they need versus what you think is best. What they want versus what you're willing to allow them to do for themselves. So, being a, a father is... the pinnacle of my of of my life it's it's i hesitate to say an achievement because i don't feel like i've achieved being a great father i i feel like it's a daily walk uh, and i hope my hope is at the end of my walk in life then I can be deemed a great father. I don't, I don't, I don't really um, think that I've achieved that yet because it's still a journey. I heard someone say one time about their 18-year-old child, well, I got him raised. I'm done. Um, okay. That's your deal, I guess, but how do you get done being a parent? How do you not be a parent to a 31-year-old? How do you not be a parent, I haven't gotten here yet, to a, but to a 40-year-old? They, they need you in a different way. But they still need you. They don't need you to tell them how to use the spoon. They don't even, they don't even need you to tell them a lot of times, hopefully, <laughs> at 40. They don't need to tell you how, they don't need you to tell them how to manage their checkbook. Maybe they don't need you to do a lot, but they still need you to be a parent. We just have to, as parents, we just have to. Uh, find our lane <laughs> and stay in it. You know, it's kind of like when I was uh, in driver's ed in high school. My my driver's ed teacher was Mr. Starrett, and we were going through a uh, intersection one day, and he said, the law says that you do not change lanes going through an intersection. Now, I don't know if that's the law or not. That's what he told me. And because he was my authority figure in that particular class, I listened to that. And still to this day, and I've, I've been out of high school a lot of years, I think about 35 or 36 years now, I still think about that. 
you don't change lanes going through an intersection. Well, um, as a parent, we have to find our lane. As, as a parent to older adults or to adults, we have to find our lane and stay in it. <laughs> stay in your lane. If you want your relationship with your adult children to be good, quit telling them everything that you think when it's unsolicited. Um, if my kids hear this, they're liable to, to send this to me for me to listen to. I don't know. I hope not. But Because that's why I wouldn't allow the, the great father status to be put on me right now because it's still a learning process. And it's still we still fail at certain things. But you've got to, as, as an adult parent or a parent to adults, you have to find your lane and stay in your lane. Um, because I imagine, I don't know, he didn't give us a reason, he just said that was the law. I imagine the reason that you stay in your lane going through an intersection is because it could cause a crash. Well, as a parent, when you don't stay in your lane appropriately, it causes crashes. I actually know um, parents and children that, I mean, the children are not young at all. The, the, the children are, are parents to grown adults themselves, and they don't speak to their parents. Their parents don't speak to them. How sad. You know what? I'm not judging them, but it's just sad. And so I don't ever want there to be a day that there's anything around my or anything between me and my kids. And here's what I've come to understand. Just because I think it's best as a parent to a grown person, I don't have the right to impose that on them. I had the privilege of imposing my thoughts as they were little bitty, as they were teenagers. Now they're at that they're adults. I don't have the right as a parent to impose my opinion. If they ask me, I have the honor and the privilege of speaking into their life. But if they don't ask, stay in your lane. Because... I'm not, I don't do that out of fear. I do that out of respect. But when you do things the right way, when you, when you live your life in order, then your life will be in order. And you know what? I want my kids to say, yeah, they can go with Big Jack. Because coincidentally, that's what my grandkids are going to call me. Don't judge me. Um, matter of fact, I've been told by my kids, no, they can't call you that. And there again, you know, as adults, they can tell their kids to call me whatever they want to, but I have the right to tell their kids to call me what I want them to call me, and uh, when they're around me, I'm going to tell them they're going to call me Big Jack. But I want them to allow their kids to come and hang out with Big Jack because they trust their dad. They trust their dad in a way that they trust their children with their dad. Um. I want to be a parent to grown adults to where 
they would not think that I would undercut them as a grandparent. They wouldn't think that I would um, try to usurp their authority. Now, you know, we might sneak off and get an ice cream when we're told not to, something like that, but nothing harmful. <laughs> you know, as you can tell, I'm looking forward to being a grandparent. But um, nothing harmful. And the way that you gain respect is you act respectfully. That's, that's how you gain respect. As a husband, as a, and that goes husband or wife, but as, as a spouse, as a child, as a coworker, as a boss, as an employee, as a pastor, as a church member, as a team teammate, the way you get respect is act respectfully. And so, as a parent, I respect my kids. I live my life in a way that hopefully they can respect me. And then... Maybe one day, as they're driving away from the cemetery, a long time from now, then I can get the title of a great dad. But right now, I'm still working on the things that I'm sharing with you. I'm still chipping away every day, and I don't ever want I'm 53, when I get to be 73, 83, even 93, and my kids come to me, or my kids act in a way, or my kids say something, I want to be able to be respected. So therefore, I will always be respectful to my kids. And so, uh, yeah, being a parent is not for the weak. But it's achievable. A good parent status is achievable. It's just not something that you achieve and stop. Achieve and stop. It's a lifestyle. Being a good employee is a lifestyle. Being a good Christian is a lifestyle. Being a good spouse is a lifestyle. Being a good parent is a lifestyle. So find that lifestyle and live in it, and then as your kids grow up, enjoy your adult friend slash kids. Because <laughs> I do. I've got three incredible human beings that I call friend that just so happen to be my kids. And I just want that for, for you too. So I hope this has been uh, helpful. If I've said anything that you go, no, that's not right. Well, you know what? That's okay, because maybe it ain't. It's just my opinion. But um, I'm Jack Midkiff, and you've been listening and watching my podcast, and I appreciate that so much. Go follow me, Jack underscore Midkiff on all the socials. Follow me on Spotify, YouTube, and all that. Share it with your friends. And, hey, I'll catch you next time. Have a great one.